Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on The Porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch. I am joined with the one and only Josh Timms. What's up, team? And, of course, Miss Elena Haas. Today, we've got an exciting conversation ahead, or I'm at least excited about it because it is spring. Love is in the air. (laughs) Ring by spring. And what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about online dating. Good Christians date online. Yes, we are talking about online dating. Yes is your answer. Great, uh, <laughs> Elena. What's your answer now that David? Well, not for me. I've already, I've already got, I got booed up, man. <laughs> and uh, so not for me. But there could be, you know, possibilities. the The numbers on online dating are crazy, crazy. Like a majority of people. Did y'all know this? The largest way that people meet today is through online dating. Like it's not, it's not it. like seven. It's not above fifty percent. But the most recent study I, I've found said that like the majority of it's like 35 to 40 percent it's the biggest of the pie you're going to meet online is meeting online more than any other place which is just crazy makes me feel old that we're changing that fast but that's okay so i want to know is it okay like should christians be dating online i would say (laughs) maybe you know it's one of those it's a neutral thing Uh, just a public service announcement reminder this is a conversation as we look at the Bible and interpret scripture and the principles God's given us. This may come as a shocker or may not be, but online dating is not actually mentioned in the Bible. There wasn't an online and there wasn't dating. And so we're kind of flying based on what God's word tells us and, and principles and going, man, what does it look like to live out a Christian or to live out Christian faith and have a Christian worldview in a world that is ever changing and, you know, as digital things come onto the scene. And so here's why say maybe and not just absolutely is there may be a scenario where it doesn't make sense for you and so um for example you may be married like me and online dating is not a good thing or you may be recently you're coming out of a divorce and it's a better time for you to heal than for you to focus on your all your different profiles on the online dating apps or you may be um i don't know if there's other ones that comes to mind for y'all where it wouldn't make sense here here's another one i thought of is it's just become an idol, yeah. like your source of joy every single day. And you never would put it this way, but like you're, you're kind of uh, uh, so excited whenever you have more options and whenever no one's reaching out to you, you're, you're uh, borderline depressed or you're just constantly on there focused on like, man, is anyone reaching out? So you're distracted and you're not able to be present anywhere because all you're focused on is your match.com account. Yeah. So what yeah. you're saying is, uh, is the online dating itself is neutral. Like there's, there's no like sin involved with just online dating, but potentially you could make it something that would be harmful or even sinful in your life because of the idol that you've made it or what you're searching to get out of it. Totally. It's like uh, Instagram yeah. or money. Anything. Thing. It's like a, it's a, it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's a neutral thing. It's yeah. no thing. It's what you do with it. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Elena? I completely agree. Okay. Uh, well, here's the second question then is, uh, why, why are people dating online? Like why are people dating online and not meeting people at church? Um, that's a great question. Maybe cause they're not going to church. <laughs> um, to church I mean, I don't, Josh, what would you, didn't you meet your wife on farmers only? Yeah. <laughs> That feels like a stab and kind of hurtful. Um, but hey, no. Josh is a former rodeo, um, not a rodeo clown, not a, a rodeo 
Bronco buck riding top in the world. And we're, we're moving on. Anyways, I want to know why are people dating online? Look at people, Josh yeah. Timms. Yeah. I think, well, it just depends. Sometimes I know girls can go on because it can feel like, oh, well, guys aren't asking me out. So I'm, that's fine. Like we have online dating now. No big deal. Like I'm going to hop on that. Um, but I think also it's because now we have so many options just because, you know, we used to have to just date the people around us or in your same city or whatever, like back in the day. But now we can date anyone, anywhere. Like there's really no boundaries because of online dating. And so it's kind of like, I want to see what else is out there. I want to know my options. I'm not meeting guys who kind of fit who I'm looking for. So I'm going to go and branch out and see what else is out there. That's for girls. But what do you think for guys? Well, I heard you, I heard you say two things there. One is it's a place if you're not getting asked out to potentially get asked out is to go online. And then two, you're like who, who the people are around you. You're like, I, I maybe want something different. Like, so I want to go find different options. Yeah, I think our world's so digitally connected. Like probably eight years ago when online dating was new, it was just people who were older and a life stage, they're in their 40s, 50s, and they're like, man, I'm just not going to meet that many people that kind of fit into my my age demographic. Age, age demographic. And um, so I'm limiting my options. It feels like it was that today. It feels like it's just normal. Yeah. And people are just going, of course you online date. Just like, of course you're on Facebook. It's just what a majority of people are doing. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying it feels like that's being embraced. And to your point, Elena, I think the options thing is really at the heart of at least a big portion of that, particularly just in our world. We're constantly now, because of the digital connections that we have, because of of um, the fact that we can, we're pursuing the best in every arena of life. So if I'm going to go out to dinner tonight with my wife, we want to go have sushi, what do I do? I type in best sushi in Dallas and I pull up Yelp and I look at it and I read the reviews. And then when I get to the restaurant, I don't just settle for like, oh, you know, I like the... Uh, the salmon spicy tuna roll. I'm going to look up, hey, tips on Yelp. Maybe I'm just alone here. But I'm going to look for like, <laughs> hey, what's the best thing that this place has and what's yeah. the things to avoid? And I think that type of thinking is a part of all that we do. I'm looking for the best mechanic. I'm looking for the best a place to shop. I'm looking for the best deal online. And of course, I'm looking for the best spouse because that's way more important than all of those things. So of course, I'm going to continue to just like, what's the search? And now I can, through online dating apps, I can filter out people who don't share my faith. I can filter out you know the type of person I'm looking for. Mm-hmm, like hobbies. And hobbies, all that stuff. And then I can kind of preview, like in a second, I can preview a or not in a second, let's say in 10 minutes, I could preview 100 potential people to be my spouse. Yeah. I mean, think about that compared to just a generation yeah, ago. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think that's why people are, are, some of the reason why people are dating online, but there's, I think there's a danger inside of it. I think there's a danger that comes with options. And uh, for me, as a, as a guy speaking into that, I know that that was a, a, a huge problem for me. I thought that, man, I've kind of built someone in my mind that I'm looking for and uh, being able to go online gives, gives, gives me an avenue which to find that. And, and then there's something with options that actually it was a, was a big part of why um, it was hard for me to make it a commitment to to marriage, which I'm married today to a beautiful, wonderful woman named Molly. But uh, it was a struggle for me because I had, had built this options uh, idea inside of my mind and and then I didn't want to commit. I had commitment issues. And David, I know you'd spoken to that before. Yeah. So here, here's a uh, theory that I have. I'm going to okay. say something slightly different than maybe where you were going, but I'm going to introduce something. Again, this is my opinion. So the average age that people get married, if you're a girl today, do you guys know what it is? Uh, 28. It's 28 or 29. The average okay. age for a guy, do you know what it is? 33. 
no, it's 29 or 30, it may be 31. But point being, it's gone up in the last like 20 years significantly. Like there's been a huge spot. It went from like, hey, that a our grandparents got married at 18, then our parents got married by 23. And today people get married by 30. There was a huge rush and rise. And here's, here's my opinion, opinion on maybe a, a, a huge reason why that is. There was a study done that showed or was done. Uh, and what the, the findings found is that the more options that you have, the less likely you are to commit to something. And they weren't talking about relationships. They were talking about in general. It was a basically grocery store and a sociology study that put out like 40 different types of jam that you would put on bread and toast. Like, hey, hey, you can taste, sample all of them. Here's 40 of them. Would you like to try one? So you go to the grocery store. And what they found is that with the 40, people were really likely to taste test a lot of them. So they would taste test like 10, 15. They just, why not? they did the same uh, exercise not with 40 but with two so you had two options in one study and 40 options in the uh, in the other one and what they found with the two is that you were significantly more likely um, to purchase jam with the 40 you were really likely to taste test and try some but i'm not going to actually commit to one when they only gave you two options you were much more likely to say oh i'll take one of those and make a purchase so options decreased the amount of commitment that people were making or decreased the likelihood that people would actually commit to something in the same way. The same things happened with dating. Where now, that's why I think the age of getting married has gone through the roof because people are like, man, I don't have to get married this year. I can yeah. wait. There's more options. You know what? Next year, there's going to be more options. Yeah. Yeah. Why would I wait to settle down right now? So I think that they're kind of feeding into one another and to where I think you may have been going. I think there's a clear danger in that because if you search for the best, the truth is, as it relates to dating, you will never find the best. And here's why I say that. And I think it's really important if you're listening for you to know that you will never find the best person for you to marry. It will never happen. You're going to marry someone who is less than quote unquote best for a number of reasons. One, because your definition of best is constantly changing. But two, let's say it stayed the same forever. The only way that you could marry the best suited person for you in all of the planet would be how? If you were able to line up every single person on the planet and date them and go like, oh man, this person's good. Because you, until you've dated everybody, you don't know what's best. Until you've tried every single product out there, uh, until you've tried every single, like pick uh, every type of vacuum cleaner, to use a random example, until you've tried all the vacuum cleaners, you don't know which one is best. So in order to pick which best, you have to have tried all of them. In order for you to find the best person, the best spouse, you have to have dated all of them. And so based on the number of years that you have, there was like uh, someone who even crunched the numbers on this. It would take you 240-something thousand years to date all the different potential suitors if you're a woman on the planet, just kind of within your age demographic um, for like 10 minutes a person. Yeah, And so it's literally an impossibility. You will not find the best person that's out there. The choice is, are you going to choose someone who meets the criteria that God's word says? There's, there's someone who's going to make a great father if you're a, a a woman, uh, someone who's going to make a great wife. They have all the characteristics of a godly woman or godly man. There's someone who's following Jesus today with their life. They're plugged in and connected. Like they're submitting their life to Jesus. And those, that type of person is the person that you're looking for. And the danger of online dating is that it's going to lead you down a path where you just kind of are like, well, maybe, I'm, maybe I should just keep looking. I should keep looking. I should keep looking. Yeah. And also, I feel like. We change so much as people over the years. So even if you find someone who's best for you like today, in 20 years, 
you're going to have different interests. You're going to have different things going on. You're probably going to change a lot in your own personality and things about you is going to change. And then it's going to be like, you should have picked somebody else because all of those things that they were compatible with you are changing. So it's not so much about who's best for you today because even who you are is going to change, hopefully, because you're right. growing and developing yourself and yeah. all of those things. Okay, so we just spent some time speaking into the danger of having lots of options and that online dating gives you all those options and there's some danger there. But uh, there are some good things. Some of those good things are just that you can, you can meet people that you wouldn't normally be able to meet. And I want to know... Uh, David, this is this is going to hit really home for you, okay? Uh, when your daughter is 19 years old, okay, she's 19 years old. You as a dad, would you recommend her to date online? Well, first, she's not going to date till she's 45. Okay, <laughs> she she's not going to have Classic any dad comment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. David is moving that needle from 29 to 45. Or, or well, and she may never date in general. Yeah, we may just it. pick somebody out, <laughs> and they're going to come over to the house. Arranged marriage and. Uh, and then we're going to get to observe for a while. No, um, man, I don't know. It's hard to answer that because like into the future, what's it going to become? So online dating today may not be the same tomorrow. Let's assume that it is. I think that I would, I would hope, like, and I'm going to assume a couple other things. She is following Jesus. Like she's a Christian. Yeah. Um, and she uh, wants to honor God with her life and all of that. So let's say... Um, that's someone who's listening right now and my daughter in the future, hopefully. Um, I would say maybe. And again, I'm not trying to avoid being pinned down. I just think there are uh, some clear dangers that I would want to make sure she has a tight grip on. And not all online dating is created equal and not all online dating apps are created equal. So someone getting on Tinder may be different than someone getting on, or it is different than someone getting on Bumble or Match.com or any of those things. And so it's hard to give a blanket yes, but if she said, hey, I'm going to date someone and, um, and I'm going to take it slow with the awareness that the, the danger of online dating is the same danger of, of social media, Facebook profiles lie, and um, pictures don't tell the whole truth, and um, the person that you're getting to know, you've got to make sure that you know them, you know others around them that know them. So candidly, here would be the fastest way I'd say it. Hey, if you're online and dating somebody and um, that's where it begins, but the relationship forms and you spend time around them and they're plugged into a church and you're spending time around other believers who know them and, um, and over a uh, long uh, season, whether that's just months, where you take time to actually get to know them and make sure you're not getting catfished here, that, that'd be the fear that I have for anyone listening or for my daughter someday is you're just dating someone who may turn out to be a fraud. So a, um, what's it called when you run away and you get married the next night? Elope. Elope. So eloping with an online dating, probably not the best idea. I guess I would speak into the guys here and just say, look, it, it, here's, here's something that you can do. You can, as a guy, go ask girls out. Like instead of, instead of uh, having, and this is, again, out of my opinion, there's a, there's a part of me that wonders, would online dating be as big as it is today if guys were willing to ask girls out? All right, I'm going to pick, I'm going to take a grenade. Yeah. I'm going to bite the top off. Come I'm going to throw it in the middle of this room so it explode. Pit. Everyone ready? Let's go. It's about to happen. Let's talk about Bumble. The old Bumblebee. I'm out. Okay, uh, yeah, Elena, I'd like for you to she speak on behalf died. of all women everywhere at all <laughs> times, and particularly Christian women, and whether or not it's okay for them to bumble. And uh, is it called to bumble? I don't think so. Oh, got it. Um, do you guys know what Bumble is? Yes, it's an online dating app where the girls pick. The Question ball mark? is in her court. The ball gosh. is in her court, okay. Serena, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, 
I mean, hey, let's talk about it for a second. Yeah. And I'm saying that in light and in jest and putting Elena on the spot, just playing, of course. But here, here'd be the danger in Bumble. I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on this. If my daughter wanted to do Bumble, let me answer it that way. I think I would be concerned for her because it seems like an app. And I, to be clear, I've never used Bumble and I, I've never pulled it up and I don't have an account. So I, I haven't spent a lot of time interacting with the um, interface of it and knowing all the ins and outs of how it works. But my understanding is that it, it is to your point, it's where girls do the asking out, not guys. And I would fear that could possibly lead to, um, to her dating someone who was not, uh, I, it's just it could breed passivity in men, or they're like, man, I'm just going to put myself out there. If the girl wants to, then, and that's it. guys are afraid of rejection, which is why we do that. We don't want to be rejected. Like that's hard, and um, and we're afraid of like, man, if I ask this person out, they're going to say no. And guys, I don't think you're crazy for feeling that. And uh, at the same time, you should be strong and courageous. To ask a girl out, yep. and they may reject you. And if they reject you, man, you should sleep well because that's okay. You are a you stepped up. You were God's man. You were strong and courageous. You made the ask and you initiated, which is what men do. So that's my fear with Bumble is that it is breeding. So I, I don't know if you guys have have uh, the courage in your own hearts right now to even step on the landmine, <laughs> yeah, 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 big yeah. babies. I'm in. I'm in. But uh, that's my fear with Bumble is it, it could lead to passivity in men, and it could feed something that's not healthy with women too, where they're like, well, now I'm I'm in control. And that can be a, a struggle for all people. But yeah. now I want to have control and I'm going to make it happen. I mean, the truth is none of us are in control. The guys aren't in control. The girls aren't in, aren't in control. The girls can say no when the guy asks them out. The girls can ask out a guy and they can say no. There's so many things that you put your heart out there with dating that um, it's just part of it. And that's just it really is just part of the human experience is like having heartbreak and things happening and being sad or being lonely. And it just... It all goes back to like, where are you going to run when you're feeling those emotions? Like we all have, if you have a faith and if you believe in Jesus, then all this stuff, it's a big deal, but it's, it's not at the same time too, because we have the one thing that never changes. And, um, so it's just kind of a, it's hard, David. I don't, it's hard to speak to that because I just know a lot of that is just a result of sin. It's not really all the guys fault or the the girls fault at the end of the day it's just sad because that's just a result of sin and it plays out in different ways for both both guys and girls yeah i think you're right but david i'm gonna pick that grenade up and play hot potato with it i'm gonna (laughs) throw it back to you and say that bumble wouldn't be a thing if guys ask girls out if guys were just courageous if guys would legitimately go you're it like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep looking i'm gonna ask you out and it's okay if you reject me if you reject me uh, i'm not gonna be mad or sad about it but um i'm willing to put myself out there i'm I'm not afraid of rejecting rejecting doesn't make me be passive but i'm ready to go i don't think bumble would have been created great i'm gonna throw the grenade back out into the open (laughs) i'm taking another grenade biting it off there's two grenades okay um i i think you're saying among christians among christians yes and i would say for the most part you may be right but um but let me say something really controversial. I'm, I'm taking out a bazooka now. I'm throwing <laughs> bombs everywhere. Come on, man. Uh, is um, Genesis 3 is real. And in Genesis 3, it talks about how the desire, uh, how it just talks about the implications of sin entering the world and how man and women are both impacted by that and creation is impacted by that. And man has problems and women has problems. And one of the things that the two things it says are going to be related to women, and I'm saying that because Bumble is directed towards women, is that they will have pain and childbearing, which is a bummer. And then the other one is that they will have the desire to rule over 
um, men to be in the position of ruling, of leading, and all of that. And so I, I still think there could be some unhealthy manifestations if, even if guys were asking out, where there could be girls who, because of the results of sin, were like, hey, I don't care. I want to be in the driver's seat here. But I, I think that would be a smaller portion of the problem. That is a smaller portion of the problem than just guys stepping up. Like I think most of the, um, most of what you're saying is really true. Like yeah. guys, step up, just ask somebody out. And girls, say yes. That, that let me say this. This is my opinion. But girls, say yes. If somebody asks you out and they're a godly guy and they're a known commodity and you feel free to date, just go on a date with them. It's coffee, or or go to whatever would you be comfortable with. Again, this is my opinion. And so if you hear me saying like you have to, uh, the porch is not saying you have to. I'm not saying you have to. That's firmly in my camp. Of I would say if they're a godly guy, you've seen them. They're a known person. They ask you out. Just give them a day. I heard recently a girl, I can't remember who it was. You may have been in the conversation, Elena, or overheard it, that they have a two-date rule. That if hey, they're a godly guy, they're in community, they're, they're doing all the right things, mm-hmm. I'm going to give them at least two dates. And uh, I'm not saying you have to do that either. I'm just saying, um, man, if you want to be a part of, the, of, of um, us fixing this, let's all be for one another. And if a godly guy asks you out, um, then be willing to say, and he has the characteristics that God says you should have, be willing to go on a date. It's good. All right, just to summarize it, guys, there, there's, there's uh, uh, online dating is in neutral in and of itself is not sinful. There are some ways in which it could be harmful to you either by making it an idol or um, there, there's someone lying to you in their profile, all that. We also know that the Bible speaks into not being unequally yoked in 2 Corinthians 6, just says, do not be uh, unequally yoked with an unbeliever. And so potentially there's a way someone could lie even about their, their love for Jesus differently than you do. And so we would say, navigate that really well. Be wise in that. There's there's ways that you can uh, get to know them through hopefully their friends and that if they're plugged in, all of that. But in and of itself, it's not bad. So be wise. That's it, man. That's all I got. Awesome. All right. We will see you next time on Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.